Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast episode 49 with me Sarah Hunt and me Jess Hunt. everybody welcome it's uh, lovely to be here again episode 49 already hi jay how are you i'm very well thank you enjoying the bitter cold frosty mornings but glorious sunshine so it's it's that time of year for me that's um, a magical time for walking when you're walking in that sort of hoarfrost on the grass and it's that crunching sound and you just but you've got that fresh air and that's invigorating when you go out walking in it Sounds like Charlie agrees with you. Except, except we know that's not true. <laughs> no. Charlie and I like to go out a bit later when it's warmed up a bit. Minus five, minus six, minus seven are a bit cold for us. And unless I have to do the school run. Yeah. Um, sorry, he's having a conversation with next door. I think they're trying to see somebody off that's walking down the street. <laughs> um Seems like he's settled a bit now. Sorry about that. It's okay. Um, yeah, what was I going to say? Yeah, and and um, it does cause other problems for people, doesn't it? This real cold. And but to be fair, I do love to look out the window first thing in the morning and see the the beautiful frost on the the trees and everything, and in the spiders webs and yes, you know various things. It, it is beautiful to see. It's just a bit cold for me. I like the sun as well, but I like the warmth. <laughs> rather than the cold i'm one of those that has to layer up <laughs> um but that's okay that's okay that's good so, yeah yeah all good we still get out for our walks we just go when it's come up to about zero <laughs> <laughs> charlie has a coat too to keep him warm well exactly but it's just his little paws on the real cold it's you know don't want him getting frostbite do i so no kind of like us going in socked feet i guess yeah be a bit, bit, bit cold bit chilly <laughs> hmm. bit chilly okay so today's exciting topic is is there a place for using logic and reason okay i thought this would be interesting to explore because as humans we spend an awful lot of time in our heads and my understanding is that really we need to be in our hearts so that we're in flow so that we're going with our intuition and we're going with what feels right for us yeah so i thought it'd be interesting to explore whether there is a place for for using logic and reason and when when it might be that that we need to use it if we need to use it <laughs> or is it just something we're programmed to do through school through university college whatever it might be hmm. i know we, we we've touched on being heart-led and trusting intuition and that before and just trusting our feelings uh, on various podcasts we've, we've sort of touched on it from different angles so this is an, an interesting angle to look at this from um 
what's coming up for me right now is, and I'm trying not to think it, I'm trying to just let it flow. There is a, I think the, the, the logic and reason thing for me comes in terms of trying to understand something. So if I'm trusting my feelings, then one could say that, well, if I feel this is the right thing to do, then do it. I don't necessarily need to know why it's the right thing to do or why I'm doing it. I just trust my intuition or trust my feelings and go with that. Where we can slip into the lo into the logic and reasoning, the, into the head, is because we're trying to understand why we've made that decision or why that seems right. But the danger there for me and my understanding is that we can end up talking ourselves out of doing the right thing because we're trying to apply logic and reason to it when if we just trusted our feelings and went with what we felt was right in the first place, we would have been in flow. We would have, It would have been an easier route. But then on the flip side of that, you could argue that actually by using logic and reason, which is what I'm doing now, using logic and reason, then we've learned a lesson that we might not have learned had we just followed our feelings. But then... But then did we need to learn that lesson in the first place? Had we followed our feelings, we wouldn't <laughs> have needed to learn that lesson. So, no. so I think for me, it, it kind of... If I were to sum this up in, in the first six minutes of the, of the podcast... <laughs> then if we follow our feelings, if we trust and follow our feelings, then we are in flow and we are moving forwards in the way we are meant to in, our, in terms of finding our purpose or, or follow, getting into flow and doing the things we're here to do. If we question that if we go into our head and try and rationalize it understand it make sense of it then we can not it's not guaranteed but we can skew what we're actually doing or what we're meant to be doing what if we were to follow our feelings so think of it as two paths left and right for sake of just trying to get my head around that how to describe what i'm meaning so let's say the left path is following our feelings and going on purpose going with flow then if we go into our heads, we can go along the right path. Now, that doesn't mean we won't join up with the left path later. But it does mean that we might end up having a detour and having to learn a lesson, which will then get us back on the path. So if we went with our feelings originally, we wouldn't necessarily take that detour. So it might still be that. So it, I, I guess... For me, what I'm trying to say is if we follow our feelings, then we take the easy route. If we start trying to analyze it and end up doing something opposite to what we feel is right. So we don't trust our intuition. We don't trust our feelings. We rationalize it out and say, well, actually, no, that's not. a." Then we're still moving forwards towards purpose. But it's kind of like, well, OK, you haven't learned the lesson because you're not following your feelings. So let's give you a lesson here. And then we might still come back to our purpose but we've had to learn that lesson to get us back on track whereas if we were in complete tune and, and trust and belief in our intuition and our uh, uh, what we feel is right then we could bypass all of that 
stuff that we've gone through. Yeah, but it could also be if we listen to our to our intuition, it, it it's because something needs to happen. So I've got an example um, for the listeners where I book, we have to book a swimming session to go here swimming here locally. So I booked a session um, for last night and I was looking at the times and the lane swim was 7.30 to 8.30 or 8.30 to 9.30. And my intuition said, book the 8.30 to 9.30. And I thought, well, time I get home and it's cold and what have you. No, my logical brain kicked in and said, no, it's going to be too cold, Sarah. Book the 7.30, go for the earlier one. Then I got caught up with some stuff with work and realized it was quarter to eight and I'd missed the the time slot I could still have gone but I would have only had you know maybe half an hour if I was lucky in the pool mm. so I did end up ringing the pool and and asking if I could uh, move my slot back which was fine but actually I kind of kicked myself because my intuition told me that I needed to go at eight thirty, and the reason I needed to was because there was stuff that I had to sort out before I could go out if that makes sense yeah so so it was yeah, it was just being highlighted to me that that if I'd listened to my intuition instead of letting logical reason kick in and 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 the little voice on my shoulder go, well, it's really cold at the moment, Sarah. You don't like the cold. You want to you don't want to be out in the cold very long. You want to be back in the warm, <laughs> at a decent time. Um, yeah, but if I'd listened to my intuition, I'd have put the eight thirty and and not suddenly looked at the time and gone, oh goodness, I'm going to miss miss my swimming session. Yeah. So in that situation, the the lesson or the actions you needed to take to change that was relatively speaking minimal. In that, yeah, yeah you rang the you rang the pool. Sorry, I've missed the session. Can I move it to eight thirty? Because I couldn't make the seven thirty. After all, yes, you can. No problem. So the uh the actions you needed to take or the, or the outcome for you wasn't actually in that circumstance wasn't actually that critical it wasn't major no but it's it's quite a good example but it's a it? good no yeah I'm sorry i'm not belittling it i'm just just trying to trying to I say that <laughs> no 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 not not at all it's a really good example of of um not trusting your intuition what i'm trying to say is that Actually, there are times when we don't trust our intuition, when we try and logically think about things and put ourselves off track, which have far more. The word came to mind was serious, but maybe it's not serious, far more reaching or meaningful issues that come from it. So, for example, going into a relationship, knowing or at some point questioning early on in the relationship, questioning, oh, actually, is this the right person for me or, or whatever? But then saying, talking logically and then staying with that person for another three years, five years, ten, whatever it might be. Because you feel, oh, no, you know, whatever excuse you use or whatever reasoning you use, then you could find that ultimately you come to the same conclusion. It's just you've used five years of your time, say, nominally, um, for this example where you could have been doing five years doing something else, not necessarily with another person, although that could be, but not spending the time with the person you were with. But because you made that conscious decision or you went through it logically, uh, so, I don't know, oh, it's only been a year. How can I know what I feel about this person in that time? I don't know. 
those sorts of conversations. And this is me just trying to think back to past experiences of, of mine. Um, there are relationships I knew quite early on that they were wrong, but I logically talked it through. You know, I, I reasoned and rationalized in my head that, oh, you know, it's only early days and, you know, it, it's it's fine most of the time. I'm sure it'll be fine. You're just getting to know each other. And, you're, and I was coming up with all these excuses and reasons to stay. When, okay, yes, by staying, I learned a lot of lessons about relationships. So one could argue that I was meant to do that because I learned the lessons about it. Had I trusted my intuition, and I won't know the answer to this, but had I trusted my intuition and gone at the first time and I thought, no, this is not right for me and gone a different route, would I have got to where I am in a slightly different way with less pain? Or would I have just gone into a different relationship and learnt different lessons <laughs> you know it's really difficult it, to say it is. isn't it I mean when I look back I knew the person the relationship with the person that I married wasn't the right one but I talked myself into it I even talked myself into the to the wedding when I kind of knew it wasn't the right thing to do um so and that had big re repercussions but then when I look back I learned a lot out of that situation. So, um, you know, it's, it is difficult, isn't it, to know, but it, it's, I, I guess it's, it, if you're, if you're shifting into um, your head and using logic and reason, then you may find yourself taking the long route rather than being, and, and things not flowing for you in the same way. Whereas, if you're in your heart and listening to your intuition, it, things will just drop into place. Do you know what? The visualisation that just popped into my head when you were talking just then, snakes and ladders. Oh, yeah. Ladders is following your intuition. It's the shortcuts. You get further ahead quickly, easily, wind flow. Snakes is when you take you go into your head, you end up taking a longer route round or, or sometimes a few steps backwards. But you learn the lesson, so you still keep moving forwards. But you're taking that harder route. You're making it harder for yourself. Whereas if you just followed all the ladders, you'd be at the end. You know, you'd, you'd be in flow and get to the end result you were looking for a lot quicker, a lot more easily. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's a real good analogy, really, isn't it? But um, yeah, and and. I think there's there's a lot of people that, that take the hard route, don't they? But, but does that come from them overthinking things and thinking they're actually taking the easy option when actually maybe they're not well, creating, they, uh, creating more problems? But then that also can link into the values and beliefs that someone holds about themselves. So if I have a belief that life's hard because that's what dad told me, you know, earning money is hard it, you know you have to work hard to get money money's you know it's a finite resource kind of logic that or belief that I had as a child because of what I took on from mum and dad then um where was I going with this then that is going to affect how I think. So someone then comes to me and says, well, actually, you just have to do some affirmations or you just have to believe and manifest money and, man you know, and abundance is everywhere. Money is energy, money flows. Then I have to shift my belief from where it is 
to that new belief to be able to manifest and um, live in that life of abundance in the way that I'm perceiving it. So if I believe that life is hard, then as as we know, you know change is inevitable, but change is difficult. We, you know, we we like in the human form in this life, we love leaving things as they are because making a change is effort. Making a change, you know, we default to the easy option, and sometimes the easy option, even though it might make you uncomfortable, the easy option is to stay where you are, because. And there's also an element of unknown. You know, if I if I change my belief, then yeah, wouldn't it be great if this happened and that happened? But but what if? But what will I be like then? Who will Jez be that, at the moment? So is that, is that not ego kicking in then? And and well, yeah, it can it can reason. be it can be. So people. So then, okay. So why do people um, who are, for example, in abusive relationships, why do they stay? Because they know that it's, you know, at, at a, certainly at a subconscious level, even not, if not even a conscious level, they know that it's not right for them. And yet, and this, you know, this is, hands up, this is me. You know, I've been there, done that. Um, I stayed way longer than I should have done. But why do we do that then? If we know that that's right. So it's not just about logic and reasoning. It could no. be related around beliefs, around beliefs of, you know, why did you stay in the marriage for as long as you did? Yeah. Knowing yeah, that it was wrong on your wedding day and before. Yeah. So well, that comes back to beliefs. And, yeah, and, exactly. and, and also, not only that, that also came back to what would everybody else think? I was a people pleaser at the time. Yeah. So what would people think of me if I walked away at that time, and actually, it would have been the best thing to do. But you know, I learned from it. Um, I learned a lot from it. It just, yeah. So, so it so it is about following your feelings, and yes, there are times when we go into our heads. And sometimes, you know, if you're planning something, you have to go into your head. You know, you can't suddenly say, oh, I feel like having a party tonight and then ring all your friends and expect them to suddenly turn up and be free tonight. Although the universe works in mysterious ways, maybe that would happen. But there are things we need to plan and think about and juggle. And, you know, that is part of life. Oh, I'm hungry. You don't. Oh, I feel hungry. So, you know, you've got to then go and prepare. So what am I going to eat? You're going to go into your head to a degree. So I think there are times, you know, there are times when it's important. I guess in terms of the, the topic of the, of the podcast today is depending, you know, depending what the decision is. But if you feel something's right, trust your feeling rather than oh, I feel like doing this and then talk it. So I feel like going swimming at 7.30 or 8.30. Ah, oh, but it's cold and it's dark and it's wet and it, or miserable and blah, blah, blah. And then not following your heart and your and what felt right. You ended up doing that anyway. Yeah. Maybe you could have, you know, you could have saved yourself. As I say, in this case, it wasn't actually a major issue, but you saved, you could have saved yourself a little bit of the mental oh, uh, type conversation by just booking it for 8.30 in the first place. And then yeah. you would have just 
done everything and said, oh, look, that worked out perfectly. Yeah, well, it did. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I think it's, um, it's an interesting topic to, to discuss because when you're making big, what I would call big life decisions, so maybe about changing a job, maybe moving house, um it, it's it's easy to to go into the head and I, I know there have been times when I've been trying to make a decision about something and I've ended up in my head and and it's been like write down all the pros write down all the cons which is it and that's logic and reason which is the best way to go what is the best decision instead of actually sitting down going into a quiet space and going okay what is it that I need to do what what's my next step with my job? What's my next step with deciding if I'm moving house? What's my next step with the relationship that I'm in? And, and it, you know, it's so easy to, because because that's how we're programmed to be, isn't it? And it's kind of the way we're taught um, from a young age. Yeah. You know, to, to stop and think about things. How many times have you been told to stop and think about things rather than stop and feel it? Stop and feel. Yeah. What we're told is stop and think. And that's what we tell our children. I've done that myself many a time. Stop and think about what you're doing. But when then... actually, it, maybe it needs to be stop and feel what you're doing. Stop and does that feel right? Does that feel like the right thing to do? Does it not? But then do we use our, our thoughts, do we use our thinking as a safety net or an excuse? So, what do I mean? Um, so if, okay, so let's say I have a house and I have, you know, I'm, I've got a mortgage and expenses and living and I'm in a well-paid job and I feel that oh then I need to change jobs then I can go into my head rather than okay I don't know what I'm going to do I just feel I've got to so I've got to look for jobs and the right job's going to come along or whatever then I can go into my head and actually start to justify why actually, well, you know, you've, you've got a mortgage, you've got a good job here that's paying it. You don't know what's going to happen. There's uncertainty around that. So I can talk myself out of what feels right because I'm using that as a safety net. Oh, well, you know, I feel that, but, you know, I've also got to think about my responsibilities and I've got to think about what will happen to my family or, or you know, what will happen to us in terms of managing or whatever it might be. So I think we can use it as a safety net or, or perceive it as a safety net. But are we then using that as an excuse to not advance forwards because we're fearful of what the future might bring? Yeah, it could be. And and it's interesting because um, a, a friend of mine recently um, told me that she decided to take early retirement. She, she got two part-time jobs because she, she liked um, she was doing something that she really enjoyed and something that was just helping to pay the bills and she suddenly she suddenly decided she, she'd known for a while that she needed to leave one job and then she suddenly decided because of a few things that had changed 
give up both jobs and move to Wales. And then, and she said, I'm just following my heart and I know this is what I need to do. She said, I can't, there's no rhyme or reason to it. I just know it's the right thing to do. And I'm like, yeah, great, go for it. Yeah, and from personal experience, when I've followed my heart, I've had an easier time with life and outcomes compared to when I followed my head. Yeah. There, it's almost like, when I follow, if when I reason stuff out, it's almost like the challenges are lining up saying, come on then. Looking back now, I mean, I didn't see it mm. at the time, but when I look back at the time, some of the key, like you say, like key events in my life where I've made a decision or, or big decisions, then when I followed my heart, it's been, everything seems to have clicked into place and it's happened when I followed my feelings versus when I've reasoned myself out of something, then there seems to be a bigger lesson to learn. Mm. And there's been resistance to, to it. Doesn't mean I haven't achieved what I've achieved because I'm where I am now and I'm happy where I am now. But no, I mean, the thing we don't know, and uh, well, we don't know consciously is what would have happened if I'd made different decisions. Because I could still end up exactly where I am today, just having come through a different route, learning different lessons that I needed to learn to get me where I am because my circumstances have changed. But where I am today might well be exactly the same as it would have been. Yeah. We don't know. We Not don't know consciously. that. Um, At a soul level, we might, but consciously, we don't. Consciously, we don't. But But something that's just popped into me is that sometimes we may need to use logic and reason say with moving house or something but then when we've done used the logic and reason then we need to check in with our heart and go okay am i heading the right direction here or does it need to be the other path well, you yeah. know have i over am i overthinking this so, so there may be times it feels to me anyway there may be times when we need to use logic and reason but then we need to check in with ourselves and make sure that we're not drifting off in the wrong direction. Yeah, just using your house analogy, if you've got two children, then you know, two two teenage children, say, young teens, um, and you're looking at changing house and you're going, you want to go and live in the country and you find this beautiful idyllic cottage, but it's only got two bedrooms. Then yeah, let's say you had two children, a boy and a girl, just for sake of making it easy to say what I mean then that's not necessarily appropriate for the space you've got right now when the kids go off to university say or when they move out from home even if we don't worry about university if they when they leave home to set up their own that cottage might be absolutely perfect so it might be the right thing but just not the right time mm. so I think the conclusion I'm coming to, and, and I think I was kind of there before, is that, yes, there is a purpose for logic and reason. There is a reason to, uh, there is a need for it. What I feel, certainly I need to do, or I am doing, is trusting more in what I'm feeling as a starting point. Yeah. So tuning into what I feel I need to do, what I feel is right, then yes, there's going to be dialogue around that. There's going to be internal, but that is 
linked to ego and beliefs and values and experiences in the past because we're going to relate things to that because that's kind of our measuring stick isn't it you know what's happened to us before then but then not allowing that to just dictate what I do allowing that to be part of the decision part of what's needed so what do I feel what do I think okay right now what do I feel about what I think yeah and now is this the right decision for me and so using using it as a strength rather than a you know like you said weighing up um you know what would happen if I did what would happen if I didn't so if this if I did move into this house what you know what would happen what could happen if I didn't move into this house what would happen okay Mm. now does that help me feel what I need to do because it might be that we're not tuning into our feelings properly we're not we're not interpreting our feelings in the right way so we need the logic to give us that bit more information to be able to feel the right route maybe maybe yeah maybe some and, and sometimes we need to process things don't we to to be able to um like you were saying earlier understand things i i know that i suppose my work is is very specialized but i i have to work with my intuition all the time but I also need reason and logic because I need to understand what I've intuited to be able to then facilitate learning for others. Yeah. So I have to be very careful that I don't overthink things because <laughs> that can that can then affect my ability with with my intuition. Um, but equally, there are times when I need to process information that I've intuited be able to understand how to pass that on to other people so then is it a case of using your feelings as the waypoint as the check-in so you're on a destination you're you're, you're heading somewhere you you, you want to do something you're on a journey you're on a journey destination doesn't matter no okay sorry you're on a okay let's say i want to buy a house right? So I want to change house. So that's the destination. That's what I'm aiming at my goal, if you like. Yeah. Then is it that we need to use our um, logic and reason and our thinking to work out what the actual steps need to be, but with checking in regular check-ins with our feelings to make sure we're still aligned with what we should be doing? Otherwise, is it just a case of saying, oh, I feel I need to li- to move house, so now I'm going to move house. And maybe well, there's well, a case for both. Maybe there's a case for both. But, with, I mean, for something like that, you do have to have kind of an idea of the area you want to. But then maybe that's checking in and saying, okay, where is it that I need to move to? Do I need to stay in the same area? Does that feel right? Do I need to move to the next town? Does that feel right? Do I need to move to the other side of the country, to another country? But we need to be checking in to feel it, to feel what feels right, or even just taking that moment and going within and saying, okay, where is it? Where is it that I need to be? Show me where it is I need to be. Which which is an interesting 
approach to things and probably not the way that most people would do it but at the moment but um i i feel very strongly that we are moving towards being much more heart-centered much more heart-led and and so we need need to learn to do this more to just sit in the quiet and be and say to ourselves show me where it is i need to be and then of course when you've got an idea of where it is what you're looking for usually pitches up fairly quickly if the timing's right yeah because that cottage in the country might not be right for you right now but in 10 years time when the kids have left home it might absolutely be the ideal place for you yeah yeah yeah. but but it's also going within to understand what's important for you so that you can actually manifest what it is you want um and you know what is it that's important about where you move to? Yeah, what feels right for you. Um, and that's and that I, I guess is with any kind of major decision. What feels right for me? What what's important for me? Because if you could be sure of what's important for you, then the universe can can help you to achieve that. Yeah. So in conclusion, yes, there is a place for logic and reason. Yeah, but it needs to take a back seat to but the heart. It, but it needs to take a back seat compared yeah. to how we use it currently, possibly. Rather than be the default, which is what it is at the moment, is the default. Yeah. The default needs to be the heart and the um, and the intuition. So start with the feelings. What do you feel is right? What do you intuit is right? Okay, and if you need to, then let's play around with the logic and reasoning behind it. And then back to the heart, check in, back to back to the feelings of you know what feels right does this now feel right now i've got a bit more clarity or a bit more understanding yeah cool yeah because being in human form we need to we do need a degree of understanding of what we're doing yeah so yay interesting topic don't you think indeed that's good yeah that time went quickly it's time already goodness me and we've had Extra barking from Charlie as he joined in. <laughs> sorry about that. No, sorry. <laughs> Not a lot I can do to um, stop him, unfortunately, once he gets going. <laughs> no, well, that's okay. I mean, if it got too bad, we would have stopped and carried it. But, you know, it's all good. It's all part of life. It's, you know. All part of life, definitely. Yeah. All part of life. Okay, then. So thanks very much for your time, Jay. Um, good to catch up with you and see you next time. It's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him. Mm-hmm.